0: You walk into church during the day, oh man. Oh, the angels are singing. It's wonderful. Amazing, amazing, at night, lights coming in. It's wow, wow, beautiful. Wow, wow. I mean, it's like you're it's in an really, episode of Psycho or true. something. I've
1: never been so skinny in all my life.
0: Putting 50 teenagers on. It's, mill- it's amazing the building's still standing. Yeah, in building. I don't even know. It's
1: terrible. It's just terrible. I around here to be afraid
0: of
2: This podcast is sponsored by Old U.S. Outdoors, America's lifestyle brand. Shop online at oldusoutdoors.com or your local outdoor clothing store. Follow us on social media at Old U.S. Outdoors for exclusive offers and discounts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Scary Church Stories. I'm Ben Graham. This is my buddy, Norm. Norm. Norm's good. Norm, Norm.
0: What's your last name? (laughs) Reinhardt. That's me. No, I, I had a lot of nicknames growing up though did you norm normal normie it, it goes on i'm gonna stop there because i don't want people call hold it. on is there norm a, is good is there a nickname that you had that you can't share
2: with the audience because uh, oh never mind. no it, yeah <laughs> but i am i can't share it. Uh yeah yeah, I yeah. Can't share oh, yeah. so man, <laughs> welcome back we uh man i tell you what it's it's been a crazy it's been a crazy time crazy year lots of You've things been happening working Yourself, crazy. Yeah, you you know, I'm just trying to be like you. You travel all over the world, all that good stuff. But anyhow, man, scary church stories. I tell you what, um, I I promise you, I I know, I've already heard from some people that Uh they're telling me, they're telling me, look, I got a good scary church story. And so really what we want you to do is we want you to hit us up in the message, in the message spot, DM us and let us know your story. Okay. And we might feature I'm a little you, nervous. We might feature you on one of these episodes. And if it's really good, yeah, Norm is gonna act that out. That's what he's gonna do. That's
0: right. We will put up, build a little cassette, and we'll do a scene. Am I committing myself to something I'm terrified to do? Is that what's happening? Yeah, right? probably so. Now look, we got a great guest today, um, yeah. all the way
2: from South Carolina. Okay. And uh somebody that that we both know. Yeah. And man, he's a preaching machine. Yep. Uh he's got a great story. Um and uh, he's one of our one of our dearest friends, and we are absolutely excited to have Pastor Matt Burrell from Liberty Church. Pastor Burrell, welcome today. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for having me on. It's good
1: to see you guys again.
2: Absolutely. Now, by the way, just so you know, I say Matt's a friend. I say Norm's a friend. I kind of hate him because they got good hair. Other than that, but <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Anyhow, actually, Pastor Matt was with me the day I shaved my head about three years ago really? or so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, his idea. Well, my wife had been tell me I should do it, and okay. then she mentioned it to Matt, and then Matt and his wife Lynn started talking me into it. So we actually okay. were in uh, at Cool Springs Mall, yeah, uh, down towards Franklin, Tennessee, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. And, and I went into a I went into a random uh, you know beauty shop, and I told the lady what I want to do, and
1: what does she say? She said. She said uh, I'm going to see your wife before you do that. I can't. I can't do it without your wife saying yes. <laughs> That's funny. So my yeah. wife had to go and give
2: permission
0: for her really? to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's hysterical. Uh, so <laughs> and then, but then she got it though. So here, yeah. and
2: they shaved my head and they turned me around, and I have a brother that that he had a shaved head yeah. beard. When he turned around, I was like, "Oh wow, we do look alike." It was a little scary. First time
0: actually, I came to the church here. His brother. Was on the platform doing something. He was doing announcements or praying or something. And you had a longer beard then. And I looked at him. He had a shorter beard. And I was like, Ben looks different." Like I don't, I don't remember that. And it was like, "Oh, that's his brother." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And they look exactly. I don't. You don't look anyway. But anyway, it was funny No, I'm definitely better looking. But anyway, <laughs> uh, well, this is about
2: Pastor Matt. So Matt, like, all right, tell us a little bit about. Just tell us a little bit about your story first.
1: Tell us. Uh, how you got into church and just tell us a little bit about yeah yeah so so i grew up you know regular kid in in north carolina my dad wasn't saved at no lord he got saved we got in we went to church on the uh, a, a church bus for the first time you remember those come around pick you up take you to church that's how we ended up getting to church got saved grew up in a christian home and uh later on uh my dad became kind of a church planner and a pastor and um, I was uh, you know, I, I liked church, but not that much. You know, I didn't want to I didn't want to get into that kind of business. And so I ended up um becoming a police officer. And so I policed for uh, 13 years, and then that actually where our story began. Um Brother Ben came and started pastoring in the town that I live in currently, and I started going to his church and uh surrendered to ministry, took a church, started pastoring, been doing this now, it's crazy, Ben. I policed for 13 years. This is 14 years this year, Pastor, and so it's—I can't wow. believe it's been that long. It's crazy. That's, so that, yeah, that's I how I got where I'm at.
2: I know, really, honestly, you know, for a while it was like I'm a preacher, but I, I was a police officer for a long time. Now you've been a pastor longer than that, so you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: I've, I've swapped—I've swapped it over. Now I'm a—I've a, been pastor longer than I ever police. So it's kind of crazy. It's hard for me to believe, but. But yeah, that's how I I tell people my bio is real simple. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a policeman that now preaches. That's what I do. So that's who I am.
2: That's awesome. Well, one of the things I, I, you know, I love about, about you and of course your wife as well, but I know that you just have a a passion and love for people. And, um, you know, God has not only, you know, called you to ministry, but has blessed you guys. And, you know, and over the 14 years, just the growth of the church and all that. And, I know you probably have some personal stories. Of course, you know being raised in churches, you grew up, and then uh, as a police officer, I'm sure you've seen things. But you know, it is amazing. My personal experiences. I think there are some churches. They try to do everything they can to keep people from coming.
1: Oh, absolutely! Oh, there's no doubt about it, man. I grew up in that church. Matter of fact, where our goal was to keep it as small as we possibly could. But we was going to be deep in the Bible. Nobody else was going to be there, but we were going to be. We we did everything. I mean, is, we that, could. Is, that, is that
0: is that a thing?
1: I'm serious. I'm asking that legitimately. <laughs> well, no, no, I mean we just you know we had a dress code and we had these standards. We had this whole list of reasons and oh, things okay. that if you didn't meet them, you we wouldn't tell you to leave. But you wouldn't feel real comfortable being there. You you kind of want to slide out. I, that's the church I grew up in. I'd be honest you know, with that's you. Intense. Yeah, yeah the, the preacher,
2: preacher
1: the, the, the preacher couldn't and sleep at night. Good. Uh Uh-oh, right? Watch out. He couldn't sleep at night because he knew somewhere somebody was having fun, and he just couldn't stand it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That that causes a lot of worry. Now, I know you have a motto at your church, uh, and I I think your uh, associate also has a motto.
1: Yeah, so it's the difference in, you know, that personality thing. You know, our motto at our church is, no perfect people allowed. So anywhere you go on the property, there's these signs, no perfect people allowed. And in my office, it says no perfect people allowed. And my executive pastor, Dusty Brackett, he always jokes and says, if it was his sign, it would say no people allowed. That would be the way he would work it. You know, so (laughs) it's the difference in how you view people because the truth is people really are the problem in the church. We all are imperfect and we bring problems with us when we get there.
2: Absolutely. I think from the pastor leadership team, on down. That's why there are issues. And I know there's people that sometimes they watch this and, you know, they got hurt in church. They left church because of something that happened. And the 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 reality is you'll never find a perfect church if there's people there. And I agree.
1: Yeah, no, go ahead. I was going to say, one of the things that I have found is that, I, and I say this all the time, and I know you, you, you know, this too, brother ben, but, but people don't generally quit church because they get mad at Jesus. You know they don't generally have a problem with God. It's generally a person that they had a problem with. It's a family, it's a a leader, it's a personality in the church and they think, well, if I go to another church, then there won't be any people like that in that church. So they go to that church and what they find out is, oh wait, there's people all around the world in every church this way and sometimes they just quit going to church because of that, not realizing it's, it's not the church. It, it, it's some of the people. And so you, you got to focus on the right things, I guess.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So scary church stories. You, you know, what's, what's maybe a story that you got that, that uh, people would be like, wow, that happened at church?
1: Well, you know, I have a, I have a, you, as you know, and you know my history, you know, I have a crazy kind of church background. I took my church under weird, you know, kind of crazy circumstances. The church that I started pastoring was, uh, went through some problems. You know, the pastor had some issues and had to leave. And, you know, that, and some people, you know, how people do they leave, go away to the church. And, and you know my story, brother Ben, I was, policing full-time and I was preaching you know and I was pastoring the church and it was a uh, it was that way and it just seemed like everything we did it would just fall apart now this is a crazy story now are not most people won't believe this actually happens but these things actually have happened to me I've got proof of it in, in within the first six months of me pastoring Liberty Church several crazy things happened to me the first crazy thing that happened to me is I was preaching a funeral in my church and we had to stop the funeral because a man was having a heart attack in the church. And I, here I am. I mean, a new preacher. I mean, I'm like, what? What? What is? People are calling nine It's <laughs> the craziest thing in the world. I don't even know how to do this. You know, I've never been here. They don't. They, nobody told me that this could happen. You know. And, and by and, the way, it,
0: I would have told you that, but it never happened to me. So. <laughs> I was going to say you. I mean, you probably could do a podcast on that one experience about how to deal with this particular issue if it happens.
1: It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I just didn't know, you know, you, you do all you can, or calling out. We're doing this, and and I know you're going to think crazy, and my dad gave me a hard time, so he wasn't going to come visit the church as long as this stuff was going on, but <laughs> what do you do? You know, you're like, well, we just had prayer, and then we just checked with everybody, make sure everybody was okay to drive home, because, you know, it was, it was nerve-wracking. I mean, it was crazy. Wow. I mean, terrible time, but yeah. Well, I, it's know a, sick, so, I know as a police
2: officer, obviously, you've been on accident. Yeah. Things
1: you've seen people die, but that's a whole sure. other. Experience. You go to church. Oh yeah, it's a whole different thing. I mean, when you're you know when you're in that mindset, and you're out, you get a call, and you get to the call, and you know you already know it's gonna be bad when you get there. You know whatever, and and maybe it gets worse, but still, I mean, this isn't. I've I've been in church my whole life, and I've never ever in that ever and. You know, never say never. I mean, it can happen, right? And so, yeah, it's crazy. I know that's a. I don't know if that's the craziest story I've, you've ever heard, but it was pretty crazy when I experienced it.
2: Uh, yeah, it's pretty. That's
0: up yeah. I have a, I that, think that's a pretty high. the praise the Lord so far. In yeah. my, I've been
2: uh, been in full time ministry almost twenty five years, and I've never seen anybody die oh. in the church.
0: I know. That's, I know. I know. That's, I know. That's, I can. I mean, because I'm not a pastor, but I can. Being on stage one time, we were doing a show. And the balcony in the top balcony, the steps were really, really steep. And we were doing oh, a yeah. performance, and somebody had come in in the dark, and they slipped and were falling down the stairs. And all you heard was uh, 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 and then there's <laughs> a huge noise. So that's <laughs> that's my one injury situation in a performance. There you go
1: is that is that cr- it's just it's terrible it's like it kind of it kind of puts a damper on everything you know. I mean, the, show.
2: the show quit now, now I, yeah. I have had a few services where somebody wanted to share a testimony and mm. the you know the, the crazy thing that they said kind of into the service but you know, I think <laughs> oh. okay hang on i kind of want to hear that I, I was gonna say I what's think, a crazy thing I, said, said? I think that you were with me one time because uh the guy was Testifying and and we were having one of those great testimony services. I think y'all were still in our church. I don't remember, but it was going well. And then this guy, you know, who I didn't know real well, he was he'd come a few times. He's like, I'd like to say something. And, and so they take the mic over to him where he's sitting and he's like, Man, I'm I'm sitting on the hood of my car on Friday night. Okay. This is starting good. He said, I, I started seeing a vision. He goes, and I promised I hadn't had too much to drink that night. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, I already knew, you know, yeah, yeah, it's probably a vision. And um, he said, and I saw a star and I saw it fall. And he said, all of a sudden, it it made me realize something. Okay. I need to fall for Jesus.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, with that, we're going to dismiss. (laughs) That's awesome. Where do you go? You give a microphone microphone to. (laughs) I'm telling you, you do. It could go crazy quick. Uh, Years ago, I was I
0: was in this church in Houston and the pre- the pastor asked me if I could stand at the back for like the altar call if he might want to pray. And there's this really sweet guy who was in the church. He, he's an awesome fella, but he walked back, he did the, you know, doing the music or whatever, and he walks back to me and he's like, Would you pray with me? I was like, sure, of course. And he said, What do you want me to pray for you about? And just deadpan just said, I gotta stop sinning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, let's do this." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you do. It, it was awesome. It was
2: good. It was real sweet. That was uh, a good one. That I was love, a good. I story. love that. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah you admit it. I got yeah, to upset. I got upset. got upset. So I got to ask you. Obviously, those early days of the church, there was a lot of obstacles. You were full time police officer then. Yeah. To where God's brought you today, and and you know, and you know, you went from uh, that property uh, as y'all grew. You yeah. got to a place where, man, I remember people were having to leave because they couldn't find a place to park, couldn't find a place to yeah. sit. God gave you, a, I think it's, I don't know, 16, 19 acres, whatever y'all got, but a bigger property and bigger facilities. And then you outgrown the facilities and went to multiple services and all that. But what's some of the things that really helped you guys transition, I think, from just that mentality that sometimes, you know, uh, people have, and I'm not talking about uh, doctrinal issues. I'm not talking about just, just from a perspective sure. of making people want to come to church because mm-hmm. there is a real stigma for people that yep. scary church, man, I'm, I'm scared to go there. And, and we joke about it, but yep. there's nothing worse than when you have visitors. And then whoever's, you know, talking about the visitors that day goes, I'd like all the first time visitors to stand. Oh and yeah. Like, like, why, why would you do that? How did you guys improve the experience so that people one will come and then they feel welcomed and comfortable you know they know that they're welcome as visitors but they don't feel you know they're not put on the spot by having to stand in front of everybody or something
1: yeah so what we've done is you know it kind of comes back to the idea that there is this uh, we, we we always there's hindrances that keep people from coming to church right you know and, and we want to take as many of those hindrances away you know an example would be if someone's in a wheelchair you need a handicap accessible door to get them in the church right so you wouldn't want a set of stairs to keep somebody that's in a wheelchair from getting into the church building. So you, you would provide a ramp for them, right? Well, I think that's the view when it comes to all the other obstacles that keep people from wanting to come to church. You know, people don't want to stand out. You you said that nobody wants to be called out from the floor. Nobody wants to be pointed out. We won't even, we don't even like to use the word visitor, you know, because it sounds like um, they're not one of us. You know, they're, they're more of our guests than they are a visitor. Does that, does that make sense? And, and then we, then we tried to, and and you know this, Ben, I've, I've tried to even change the way I dress so that there's more I dress down, not up. And I'm not, you know, you know you know me, I'm not in, you know, tore blue jeans and a t-shirt, but I'm going to be dressed a lot further down than the church I grew up in, because if a man walks in in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt and I'm in a three-piece suit, it I might as well be in a tuxedo. You know, he's, it just feels like... He feels like, oh, I don't really fit in. And so kind of the idea we've tried to adopt is that we've got everybody from seniors to young people, people that are dressed nicer to people who aren't, you know, they're in flip flops and a T-shirt in the summertime, you know, and we want people to feel um, that, you know, everybody's welcome. It doesn't matter who you are. And we don't we won't even use the term. Hey, uh, is this your first time at Liberty? We'll just say how long have you been coming to Liberty? Because we don't want to embarrass them or call them out, we, and so we we try to just develop this idea that let's build an environment where people feel welcome, and they don't have to feel like they got to dress up or be different or all those things, and be more approachable. I guess that's I guess that's kind of the the thinking we we've, we've adopted.
2: Good. No, that's great. That's good. I think they're uh Probably what would help a lot of churches is to be able to have a, a lesson and just, you know, just being kind and welcoming. I think so many people, um, you know, struggle with that. And 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 I think for churches, and I've been guilty of this, we get familiar with something to the point that we forget that people who are visiting aren't familiar with that. Sure. There's nothing worse than somebody visiting a church and they pull in the parking lot, they don't know where to go. They get out of their car, they don't know where to go. They walk into a building, they don't know where to go. They don't know where, if they got kids, they don't know where the kids ministry is, the nursery. They don't know where the bathrooms are, you know, and and it's so important to uh, help people every step of the way and feel welcome. I know you guys have done a great job with that. And and uh, man, I always love, I always love spending time with you. And we greatly appreciate you being uh, on the show with us today. And uh, we've got like maybe another minute left, but, uh, and Norm, you may have something you, you want to say, but I definitely want to just tell you how much we appreciate you and uh appreciate your encouragement and one last thing i'll ask you is what would you say to somebody who's who got out of church because of a situation and they're struggling with going back what's something you might say to them to encourage them
1: it's real simple you got to get back at it it's just like the gym it's just like any kind of resolution you've ever set. you just got to start doing it and one thing i would recommend is we have a tool that's amazing jump online Look at some churches before you ever go to them. Find out, hey, this church is similar to what I like, and then go visit them. Just just go see them. Just go spend some time. Make that decision. Hey, I'm going to church on Sunday. I mean, you just got to do that. And then realize, hey, I'm here for the word. I'm here to grow spiritually. I, I'm not I'm not here to pick apart anything. I'm just here to grow and to learn. I, I, that's what I just you just got to go and do it. That's that's what I would say.
0: Awesome. Good. Yeah. Hey. I, yeah, I'm good. That's good. That was a great answer. That's a great answer right there. I, the, the question I had was actually what you asked. Awesome. So we were. And I'm serious. Actually, I'm not making that up. My question yeah. was, how do you how do you help people come back? We're, so we're we're yeah, it. that's oh, crazy. You said, that's
2: awesome. <laughs> well, listen, guys. Thank y'all for joining us today. And if you want to know more about Pastor Matt Burrell, where can they go to check out what you guys are doing there in York, South Carolina?
1: Go to our website, experienceliberty.org
2: experienceliberty.org. You guys have a great day. God bless you.